Welcome to the Sword and Spirit Ministries International Podcast. We are a church with God's heart and we have you at heart. Be blessed as you listen. So we are talking about the wealth transfer. Um, in the last days, you know, during, during this uh, great revival, uh, the place of money, the place of wealth, um, because it's different aspects as so many things are happening at the same time. Uh, we are going to see multitudes of souls getting saved as we're already seeing them getting saved. But I want you also to also know about uh, the wealth transfer, um, money coming into the hands of the righteous. So um, you are going to uh, just allow me to go uh, fast through the scriptures um, please write down do something where but we have a lot of scriptures so that we know that this is a biblical uh, teaching it's bible based um, and also just to know how to position ourselves for the wealth transfer now the entry scripture will 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 be proverbs chapter 13 verse 22 proverbs 13 verse 22 um before i continue for a long time am i audible yes you are audible apostle thank you all right let's go to proverbs 13 verse 22 proverbs 13, yes proverbs 13 22 says a good man lives an inheritance to his children's children but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. So we see, uh, for me, this is really a beautiful scripture. So a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, meaning that uh, there's wisdom uh, on a good man, uh, on how to leave uh, an inheritance uh, for his children's children. Now, when we talk of inheritance, you know, we can also say heritage you know when you um, pass down a, a heritage you know a legacy um, that means you live on it's a way of life sometimes the way you bring up your children um, you know in the fear of God and they are following God and you have uh, so many other things that are piled up um, that will be enjoyed not only by your grandchildren, by your great-grandchildren uh, as well. Now, we know that um, when Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek, uh, we know the scripture in Genesis chapter 14, that the fourth generation from Abraham, Levi, was in his loins. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, he also paid tithe while he was it meaning that when abraham paid the tithe it affected the up to the fourth generation so um it was not only isaac who benefited or jacob uh, or uh, joseph uh, it went down to levi so um levi um uh, was in abraham's loins so that is one way of, of of passing on your your storing your wealth for generations to come but the bible says but you know the wealth of uh, sinners are laid up for the just the wealth of sinners is laid up for the just so when sinners um do not know uh their way or they have no wisdom on how um, uh, to handle their money and prepare for the future. It is um, squandered by, it is taken by the just. So this is an anchor scripture, and there are so many like this one, uh, where the wealth of sinner, of the sinner, is laid up for the just. Are you a just man? Are you a just person? Now, if you are, know that you are a just person, then lay hold of the scripture and know that there's wealth that sinners have laid up for you. And, and you know, you, you must stop uh, depriving yourself 
when, when, when such teachings come, they lay hold of the scripture, pray them, confess them daily until you have an encounter with the wealth of sinners that is just laid there for you to take over. Now, also, let's move to Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 26. Ecclesiastes uh, 22, verse uh, 2, verse 26, sorry. Ecclesiastes 2, verse 26. We're going to just uh, rush through the scriptures. Are you there, Linda? Yes. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the mm -hmm. sinner, he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him who is good before God. This yo, also is vanity and grasping yo, for the wind. Yo, 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 yo. So God gives a good man uh, wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to a sinner, he gives travail uh, together. Oh, he gives him strength. Uh, he gives him work, you know, together and heap up um, wealth. Um, for he, for for him, that is good before God. So, uh, please again, I'm going to ask you. These are scriptures that should be uh, everywhere in your refrigerator, in your uh, mirror, everywhere as you wake up. These are the scriptures that you're supposed to confess, so that you align yourself with the wealth transfer in the last days. I don't believe that uh, we are going to walk out of this earth, raptured out of here, without seeing the manifestation of these scriptures in our day. So I want you to confess these scriptures and speak these scriptures. Father, thank you that you have given work to him who is a sinner, so that he can pile up uh, riches uh, for me because I'm a good man. <laughs> uh, then God will hand over those riches to you. Amen. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 2. You see, this is not just one scripture. These, this is a whole lot of scriptures that we're going to read today uh, to just prove to you that world transfer is biblical and it's going to happen and it's happening. Proverbs the, blessing of, the blessing of the Lord makes, makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. There's no sorrow in the blessing of the Lord. So every believer is going to be rejoicing as we are enjoying what God has, God has freely given to us. You know, there's a lot of sorrow that goes with, uh, you know, businesses and people who are in business. If you um, can uh, sit down and share some of the experiences with the business people that are here, they will tell you, there's a lot of struggle in business. You know, there's a lot of faith. There's a lot of risk taking in business, you know, but the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. It adds no sorrow. There shouldn't be any sorrow when the Lord is blessing and making you rich. So let the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and adds no sorrow rest upon God's people, even as we speak now. In Psalms 39, verse 6, Psalms 39, verse 6, you will just allow me to please just go through the scriptures as, as quickly as we can. Surely every man walks about like a shadow. Surely they, they busy themselves in vain. They heap up riches and does not know who will gather them. So they are busy running up and down. They are everywhere in the world. They are going from... Cape to Cairo, from um, um, Jobek to China, uh, from Beijing to Los Angeles. You know, all they are doing is just heaping up riches, but they don't know who's going to collect the riches, who's going to take the riches eventually. So we thank God because as we uh, go through these scriptures, we know that the upright, the righteous, uh, will collect the riches. <laughs> I am one of those who is a collector of such good things. Amen. Now, let's go to Psalms 112. Psalms 112. We're going to read from verse 1 to 3. Psalms 112 from verse 1 to 3. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. 
Wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you, if you follow the scriptures, um, uh, uh, they, they are talking about an upright man, a righteous man. So one of the things that you need to do uh, for yourselves is to walk upright, you know, maintain your uprightness before God, maintain your integrity, um, be a just man, be a good man, so be a good person. So if you look at the scriptures, then what qualifies you to access this wealth is uprightness, righteousness. Um, so we, 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 we see that um, the riches will, will be in his house. Riches will be in his house. One of the things that uh, the God declared over Israel as they moved from uh, the slavery into the promised land, uh, God gave them the land of Canaan. He, he, this is what he said, uh, there will be beautiful houses uh, which they never built, they will enter into those houses. They'll cultivate farms that they did not even have uh, to clear. Uh, the, the, the fields full of grain that they did not plant, you know, wells full of water that they did not dig, uh, corals full of livestock that they did not even have to raise, um, great sites that they did not even have to pay tax for them, vineyards and oliveyards which they did not have to plant um, in order for them to eat. So these are some of the things that are prepared for the upright in the last move, this great move of God. Now, God's decree, according to, um, uh, to, to, to Job chapter 22, verse 21 to 26, God's de decree, according to Job 22, verse 21 to 26, I want us to read that um, uh, um, uh, chapter that scripture from 21 to 26 now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace thereby yeah. good will come to you receive please instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart if you return to the almighty you will be built up you will remove iniquity far from your hands then you mm. will lay your gold in the dust and the mm. gold of offer among the stones of the brooks yes mm. the almighty will be your gold and your precious silver for then mm. you will have your delight in the almighty and lift yep. lift up your face to god mm, 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 mm. so did, did the first thing acquaint yourself with god um and, and be at peace therefore good shall come to thee so when you are unite yourself with god then you will be at peace once peace governs and rules you then good shall come to you and i pray thee that you receive the law of god uh, from his mouth that means live by the proceeding word you see when you are receiving words direct from his mouth that means you are living by the proceeding word when god speaks that's what you take and that's what you follow and then lay up the words of god in your heart uh, don't allow the word of god to depart from your heart the Bible then starts sharing and showing us what will happen to a man who lays up the word of God in his heart. You know, um, uh, the Bible says, Then shall they, thou lay up gold as dust, and, thou, the, and the gold of offer uh, as the stones of brook. Yea, the Almighty shall be your defense, and thou shalt have plenty of silver. I, I wish you can just shout on the third side that I will have plenty of silver for thou shalt, uh, thou shalt have thy delight in the Lord and shall lift up the face of, of God. So now this is what will happen to the man, first of all, who acquaint himself with God and is at peace with God and shall receive, um, and the Lord shall receive all the sorry and then the person who will lay up you know the words of the lord uh, that are coming out of his mouth and also um, the words 
are laid in his heart. So God wants us to lay his word in our hearts. Then these things will begin to uh, um, show up. Amen. Now, let us continue. Let's not wait. There's just so much to, to read today. Now, again, um, there's another decree. Let's go to Psalms 37 verse 21. Psalms 37 verse 21. The wicked borrows and does not repay, but the righteous oh. show mercy and give. So when you borrow and you don't pay back, you're wicked. Can you say amen there? If you borrow and you don't pay back, yes, you are wicked. <laughs> but uh, but then 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 um, uh, and payeth not again. But the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. Now, but this is a, a twist of 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 things because um, the wicked borrow and then don't pay. But the righteous, what do they do? They give. So this is now showing us uh, our position for wealth transfer. We must be givers. Go to Job 27, verse 13 and 17. Job 27, verse 13 and 17. Hallelujah. Are you there, sir? Sorry, Apostle, may you please repeat that? Job 27, verse 13 to 17. Okay. This is the portion of a wicked man with God and the heritage Yo. of oppressors received from the Almighty. If Yo. his children are multiplied, it is for the sword. And his yeah, offspring yeah, yeah. Wait, shall wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't rush. This is the portion of what? Of a wicked man. Uh, with God. The oppressor, this is his heritage. Anyone who oppresses God's people, anyone who oppresses people, this is your portion. Your children will multiply only to be cut off with a sword. His offering shall not be satisfied with bread. You will you will raise children that are never satisfied. No matter how much groceries you buy, they will still demand for more. Why? Because you are wicked. So <laughs> those that remain uh, 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 of him shall be buried in death and his widows shall not even weep. So we, we see that though he heap up silver as dust or prepare raiment as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just shall put it on, and the innocent shall divide his silver. That is the portion of a wicked man. I hope you guys are following. Okay, let's go on. Um, God speaks again um, of the wealth of Tyra. In, in Isaiah 23, uh, verse 17 to 18, let us look at the great wealth of Tyra. Isaiah, yes, Isaiah 23, verse 17 to 18 says, And it shall be at the end of 70 years that the Lord will deal with Tyra. She will return to her hire and commit fornication with all the kingdoms of the world on the face of the earth. Her gain and her pay will be set apart for the Lord. It will not be treasured nor be laid up, for her gain will be for those who dwell before the Lord, to eat sufficiently and for fine clothing. So her gain will be for those who are before the Lord, meaning that... Um, it shall not be treasure, nor lay up for herself. Whatever she has gathered, it is, will not be for her. For her merchandise shall be for them that dwell before the Lord, to eat sufficiently and for durable clothing. So we who dwell in the presence of the Lord, again, we see 
uh, one of the uh, marks of uh, those who are recipients of a wealth transfer, it is those who dwell in the presence of the Lord. Now, it means those who dwell in the presence of the Lord, they shall eat sufficiently and have durable clothing uh, from uh, what Tyra has been accumulating as she fornicates with the nations. That means there is, uh, there are, there, there's going to be uh, nations that gather wealth, you know, from nation to nation, but they are not going to be able uh, to use that wealth because we are going to access the wealth and we are going to eat sufficiently from that those funds that, that have been stored and set apart. You know, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to just bring in other things um, because I realize that uh, we won't be able to cover everything. So let, allow me to just bring in some of the things that I was going to maybe share at the end. You know, there are certain things that we, the world is going to need from believers. We might not be coming, you know, with a big uh, banners written Jesus, but uh, we might be coming with help, things like counseling, you know, things like prayers, things like deliverances, things like what God has equipped us with, you know, to bring solutions um, in terms of counseling and terms. So there's money that um, has been set apart, uh, you know, uh, either by the international organizations and uh, for people who are going to help communities uh, in terms of uh, bringing solution or helping communities, uh, bringing counseling skills and um, uh, things that we are, we, we are doing already as believers. So those, those funds are going to be open to us and we are going to access those money. So we will eat sufficiently and we will be clothed with durable clothes. All right, let us move on. I don't want to us to, to, to wait here um, on, 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 and, and spend a lot of time on the West. We still have a lot to cover. Now, I want us to look now at God's financial covenant uh, as far as wealth transfer is concerned. God's financial covenant as far as wealth transfer is concerned. Let's go to Psalms 111. Psalms 111, we're going to read from verse 1. Uh, up to verse 8. It says, Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him shall ponder them. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. He causes us to remember his wonderful works. How gracious and merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenant. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. All he does is just and good, and all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true, to be obeyed and faithfully with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name he has. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his, his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. Mm. Um, continue to uh, verse uh, 10. I'll say Apostle. Oh, you read the whole thing. Uh, yes. No. Now, if you look at this uh, psalm um, and, 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 and look at the declaration concerning his covenant. The Bible says in verse 9, he sent redemption unto his people. He commanded, he hath commanded his covenant forever. A holy and revered is his name. So his covenant has secured all that we, we need forever. You know, so when it comes to, you know, God's provision, God's miraculous uh, provision, um, 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 his, 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 his um, um, El Shaddai, you know, the multi-breastedness of God, 
where you need this, uh, there's a breast uh, that is uh, there, ready to provide for you. If you need this, there's breast, you know, he's a multi-breasted one. So out of him, uh, we have everything that we will ever need. And that is the covenant that he has made for his people. So he has paid everything for us to enjoy uh, freely the things that he has bought for us, you know. So uh, when it comes to the part of God, God is, has done everything um, that needs to be done for us to enjoy the best life, for us to access, you know, the world transfer. He has done everything. Now, let's continue. Oh, God. Now, um, um, uh, Joshua chapter 24, verse 13. Joshua 24, verse 13 says, yeah. I gave you land that you had not worked on. And I gave you towns you did not build, the towns where you are now living. I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food, though you did not plant them. So this is wealth transfer. You know, I, I, I believe that even in the situation uh, in South Africa, there are farms that are ready to be taken over. Farms that have been prepared. It's not just vacant and, uh, uh, you know, um, um, desert land, it's, it's got properties, it's got equipment, it's just ready for people who have aligned themselves and positioned for themselves for a takeover, uh, to take over. This is what God is saying to Israel, you know, it says, I gave you cities that you did not build, you know, um, I gave you uh, lands that you did not labor for. Uh, vineyards that so that means that there, there, there are farms that are ready for you to go in uh, and farm commercial uh, do commercial farming they are all set aside all it takes is for you to believe that surely when the revival has come one of the things that you will see is wealth transfer when you are given farms you know to take over without paying anything. Let that be your portion, even as we share. You know, if this just lands in your spirit right now, like a light bulb, you must know that you're on your way to a farm that you have never been. Proverbs 13 verse 22, I think we have read this one. A good man lives an inheritance for his children's children. The wealth of a sinner is laid up for the just. Again, in Ecclesiastes 2 verse 26, that's the other one that we have read. But let's go to Zechariah chapter 14 verse 14. Zechariah chapter 14 verse 14. Zechariah 14 verse 14 says, Jude, Judah too will be fighting at Jerusalem. The wealth of all the neighboring nations will be captured. Great quantities of gold and silver and fine clothing. So great quantities of silver, gold and apparel, fine clothing shall be in abundance, in great abundance. So it's all coming in. Look, the church is going to be wealthy. The church will be one of the wealthiest governments on earth. You know, if you look at Deuteronomy 28, the Bible says you will lend, you will not borrow. You know, we are going to see deliverance uh, from, you know, all these bonds and all these hard purchase companies. We will be delivered, you know, uh, from all that bondage. We will have enough money even to borrow to governments. So that is where we are going as a body of believers. So we must get ready. See, we need to share this so that your mind can be stretched. Begin to dream and believe beyond where you are. Break free from the limitation of where you come from in terms of poverty and begin to see the realities that God is creating for us in this teaching that I can own properties in New York, I can own properties in Los Angeles, I can own properties, you know, in Hong Kong, I can own properties, 
in Taipei, I can own property. There's nothing that can stop you from owning buildings and properties in Sydney, in Australia. There's nothing that can stop you. And some of you think that, you know, I have to work hard. Where will the money come from? Forget about that. Just focus on declaring that, Lord, thank you that in the last days you have raised me as a kingdom financer. So as a kingdom financer, thank you that you are empowering me so that I can partner with the ministers that are ministering and winning the souls in the last days. That is your focus. That Lord, when you give me money, the kingdom of God is wealthy. The kingdom of God is advancing because money is coming into your hands with a purpose. It is not just wealth transfer for you to just lie in all the beaches of the world and enjoy yourself. It is with a purpose. It's money for the kingdom. It's money for the last move of God. It's money for building schools, building, you know, the, the people must see the glory upon the church. And one of the things uh, 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 that you should know about scripture, the first time glory was mentioned, it was when it was uh, talking about money, talking about wealth. So glory is, must be seen upon the church. That means the church must be so wealthy that even those who have been uh, saying all sorts of things against the church will be silenced by the wealth that we command. Ah, let's go on. Now I'm, I'm, I'm getting hot. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 22, verse 23. Proverbs 22, verse 23 says, For the Lord is their defender. He who ruins anyone will ruin them. Or he, he will ruin anyone who ruins them. He who spoils our soul, those the Lord will also spoil them. So whoever spoils us, the Lord will uh, defenders. If you look at um, uh, uh, um, uh, Pro Proverbs 13, verse 22, the Lord also speaks of us, uh, uh, speaks, um, 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 okay, the Lord will be our defender even as we go through uh, this process of wealth transfer. Now, wealth transfer, uh, even during recession, uh, um, as we I have seen in scripture that there are times of recession uh, that happened in scripture. Uh, then wealth was transferred to the righteous. There, so um, I want you to see the windows of opportunity that the Lord is going to open. Uh, there's a lady who came to the church some during after, just after COVID, and she was just sharing on how she was struggling before COVID. And suddenly God opened a window of COVID and she was making money um, um, uh, delivering PPE. So he was, he was, she was just into serious money uh, through uh, the COVID. So there are things that will be happening throughout the world. Right now, there are people busy making serious money here in Ukraine, you know, uh, because of what is happening. The, 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 the people who were making money uh, during the earthquake in, 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 in I mean, um, in taking, I mean, every time there is something that happens, they're shaking, they're shaking. Um, uh, it's so that, you know, um, the, the fruits that are ready can fall from the trees. So you have to be under the tree to collect the fruits um, as the shakings are, are taking place. Someone says, hey, but why should we uh, take advantage of the suffering of other people? You know, sometimes you must have um, God's aerial view of uh, situations. Um, most of the time you find that uh, the things that you think um, is bad, it's actually good for it to happen. Some people are secure in false religion, uh, such that the armies uh, protect the religion, when everything has been shaken, you know, even the religion that is protected, you know, everyone doesn't care. Everyone is concerned about his own safety. Then that's when uh, the gospel starts penetrating uh, to those individuals who have been, you know, shielded by, you know, certain 
you know there are nations that were so closed up you know you could not preach you could not enter in with the gospel but because of certain shakings then suddenly we're able to minister uh, the gospel so let us look at the examples of wealth transfer in scripture um, um, let's look at the, uh, the, uh, the examples now the first example uh, will be the, that of Noah uh, remember the time of Noah Noah sowed a hundred years and harvested uh, the world you remember that he, he stayed there during the time when God was declaring that uh, he will judge the earth um, so one man decided that I will hearken to the voice of the Lord and he built the ark and stayed there uh, building the ark um, uh, together with his uh, children. Uh, 120 years he sold out building the ark. And then when um, it happened um, that the flood came, everything on earth was destroyed except the people that were in the ark. So a man who sold um, uh, here over 120 years uh, to God then harvested the whole world. Because after that, there was no one on earth, but it was no one in his children. So he was only now the whole world. Now, also in the case of Job, if you read the story of Job, there was a transfer, world transfer. Job lost everything. And he received a tenfold of wealth um, than what he lost at the end of um, Job chapter 42, 10 times more than what he had lost. And also you look at the story of uh, Abraham and God, Abraham with God. Now you ask for Isaac, you ask for Isaac. And then, and then I mean, I, God, Abraham has been waiting for Isaac all the time, but God is asking for that precious Isaac. Um, but God wanted to transfer the whole world um, to, to Abraham, but he needed Abraham to align himself you know with God so he offered and gave over Isaac to to the Lord you know according to Hebrews he actually killed Isaac but you know in the book of Genesis the angel of the Lord stopped him mid-air before he stepped the son um, um, on the altar so Abraham became the father of many nations you know he became the father of many nations because he offered, so the, whole, the, the, the nations were transferred to him. He will be a blessing. And God said, said I, I vow by myself, because there's no one greater than God. He said, I vow by myself. You know, um, in blessing you, I will bless you, uh, and, and I'll multiply you, um, and, and, and I will be your defender. So Abraham became extremely rich such that you know his servant when he went to look for a wife uh, for isaac he the servant was saying my master abraham is extremely rich you know he was so rich um, uh, that you know he had camels he had servants um, that his servants were like a mighty army when he went to fight with the kings he, he went with his servant to fight. So someone who has become a whole nation by himself, just through the blessing of the world. So the wealth was transferred right then. And also you look at the story of Isaac, how he sold in the land, and then he reaped a hundredfold, you know, and living amongst the Philistines until he became an envy of the Philistine. Right there, we see wealth transferred in the midst of famine. It means it's not because everyone around you has to then uh, uh, be rich or receive what you have received. When God is blessing you, there will be, you will become an envy of the people around you because it will happen where you are. It will happen to you uh, because you have aligned yourself. He never went to Egypt according to the instruction of the Lord and he sowed in the land. And, and then he reaped a hundredfold. Also, when you look at the issue of Jacob, Jacob was tithing, you know, he accessed the tithing covenant 
uh, and he, re he released a seed to the Lord. And then when he was in the house of Laban, God said, I am the God of, 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 of where you met me. Sorry, I just missed that word. Uh, and and I'm a God of, of where you met me. So meaning that where you promised to bring a tithe, uh, I'm that God. So God wanted to uh, bless him. So God opened his eyes and then started multiplying him. And, you know, um, even when the father-in-law was trying to rob him, changing his salary many times, but God uh, made a way for him to keep increasing. Now that is wealth transfer. Where you are at a place where you are oppressed, you know, but because you have entered into the covenant of tithing through your business and giving, being a finance, kingdom financer, then God starts multiplying and giving you ideas on how to multiply, on how to take over even a company that you're working for, the mind that you're working for. God gives you ideas on how to take over. Also, we know the issue of Joseph. Joseph was self, 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 selfless. Um, he, he just carried a dream uh, and he knew that his dream will all in future help his own uh, um, um, his own brothers and own family you know because at the end he says what you meant for evil God turned it around for good so we see him that you know though he was tested and tempted in so many ways he could not let go of uh, you know his uprightness and that took him to prison, from prison to the palace, and then he became prime minister in the land. So he sold. So these are some of the things that you see uh, as are going to be happening in, in, in our time. You know, we will find ourselves in certain areas, and because of the giftings and the things that God has prepared for us, you will find yourself in, in the uh, office of the president, and you'll be there advising the president. Uh, uh, you'll be there, you know, doing certain things that the Lord ordained for you to do. And in that position, you'll be able to influence um, uh, certain things to happen a certain way to advance God's kingdom. We see also the issue of David, who was rejected by his whole family. And they pretended as if he doesn't exist, but God chose him and brought him out. So you look at his life and the things that he did, uh, that qualified him to also take over and lead the nation. Look, David uh, said, I fought the bell. Uh, 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 I, I fought the, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so he says, I fought the lion, I fought the bear. You know, what is this uh, giant um, before uh, who's despising the armies of God? So there's something that he was doing in secret something that was doing where there was no one, but God was registering, preparing for the harvest and the wealth transfer. And then suddenly the same boy who was rejected by his family is now the king over the nation of Israel. And also you look at all the other things that are in scripture that started happening, you know, in private. You look at the widow, the widow, um, um, uh, Oh, God, let me. Now you look at, at, at the widow with the meal and the barrel. Um, the, the widow who was supposed to be selling her children in order to pay off the man of God's bills. He, he had died and left the widow, you know, um, in deep debt. But, you know, they wanted the, 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 to take the, the children. So there was a miracle there. You know, uh, oil could not get finished, and then it kept uh, flowing. Those are some of the things that we're going to see in the last days, where uh, we will uh, be instructed on to do certain things in order for us to enjoy the abundance uh, of God. So I'm, 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 I'm not going to say that, you know, it will be happening only a certain way, where it will be for everyone to see. Just look at this widow small thing go borrow jars and and the oil kept flowing and then go sell the oil and pay the debt 
uh, as long as the jars were empty, the oil kept flowing. These are the miracles that are happening. These are the miracles for the last move where there is certain things that you'll be instructed to do. As you do them, they will keep multiplying. As, as you sell, then you will have enough money to pay off your debts supernaturally. There will be an increase. There will be multiplication. Now, these are things uh, that I want you guys to know. Uh, and they are not something that is just in scripture. It is in our lives and we are going to see it and we are going to live in it. We are going to walk in it and we are going to hang it and we are going to see the great move of God in our time. Now, um, because of um, our time, I'm going to ask uh, Linda to read for us uh, Psalms 49. Psalms 49 from verse 6. Psalms 49 from verse 6. Psalms 49 verse 6 says, Those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches, none of them by can none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. Continue, sir. For the redemption of their souls is costly, and it shall cease forever, that he should continue to live eternally and not see the pit. For he sees wise men die, likewise the fool and the senseless person perish, and leave their wealth to others. Their inner thought is that their houses will last forever, their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Nevertheless, men, though in honor does not remain. He is like the beasts that perish. This is the way of those who are foolish and their posterity to, and their posterity who approve their sayings. Like sheep, they are laid up in the grave. Death shall feed on them. The upright shall have dominion over them in the morning and their beauty shall be consumed in the grave, far from being the, far from their dwelling. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Do not be afraid when one becomes rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though he, while he lives, he blesses himself. For men will praise you when you do well for yourself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall, see, they shall never see the light. A man who is in honor yet does not understand is like the beast that perishes. So this is just a description of trying to uh, trust in wealth. You can't pay money to bring back someone who's dying. You can't, you can't there's, there's, there's no amount of wealth that can bring someone back uh, to life. Uh, that's what I, basically the scripture is saying. Brothers, I just want to um, just leave all this and, and just speak from my heart. You know, the measure of our faith um, um, in, in this great move depends on the seed that we sow. The measure of our faith in what God is about to do in terms of wealth transfer um, uh, is, is the seed that is laid on the ground. So um, if you believe that God is going to transfer wealth into your hands, now we saw um, that you need to be upright. And also we are seeing now that you need to be a giver. You need to be a kingdom financer. Your mind must be stayed because the money that is coming is money with a purpose. It's not just money for you to enjoy. It is money with a purpose. So we are going to experience a lot of shaking. Just as the Bible says in Isaiah, uh, it says, you know, rise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness shall fill the people. Gross darkness, the people thereof, sorry. Gross darkness, the people thereof. But the glory of God shall be seen upon you. It means there's a shaking that is coming. Um, uh, the book of uh, Haggai speaks of the shaking and, and the desire of all nations. 
uh, then shall be revealed and the desire of all nations is Jesus Christ he says I will shake the earth I will shake the heavens you know um, there's nothing that will not be shaken so that people will then go after God so there's still going to be so much shaking in this world but we should not despair we should not uh, uh, be uh, shaken it will be an indicator to us that it's now worth transfer time so when you see all these things happening all around the world get ready for 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 the wealth transfer money is coming into the hands of the righteous you know the bible speaks on the book of james chapter 5 um it speaks of how money is crying that has been stolen from laborers uh, it is crying it wants to go back uh, to the people who work for it you know there are some things that has have happened and uh, which are very unfair you know there's gold that was taken from africa to europe you know to build the cities of europe up to now some of the taxes um which they call you know uh, um uh, i know the french have been attacked over this um colonial tax that some countries are still paying colonial tax to france you know there are there are there are certain things uh economically um, that um, we have been deprived as Africans yet money uh, to build the cities that they live in comes from here so there's a cry for all that they have stolen uh, that it has to return back to the owners in DRC even as we speak now you know the people who are so hungry uh, and struggling um, are the ones uh, that are digging the, uh, the mineral that uh, makes our cell phones. And it does not go through proper channels of government. You know, there are people who are making sure that there's always these guys who are fighting the terrorists, fighting government soldiers to keep, you know, the war going on so that on the uh, underground they're busy stealing these minerals and they are taking the minerals away without developing the countries they are stealing from. God is a just God. I will say this again, God is a just God. There is no unrighteousness that will go unpunished. You know, there is no way we will live on and have a name that we are third grade. You know, uh, we are lower grade uh, as black people we are of lower grade uh, than white people. God is a just God. There is a turnaround. There's a grace that is coming upon Africa that has never been seen before. There's a move of God and an anointing that is resting, God is releasing over Africa. You know, we are going to see the wealthiest men not coming from America, not coming from Europe, not coming from China, they will be coming from Africa. With the wealthiest men will be coming from Africa. They will be coming from Africa. They will be coming from Africa. You know, I believe that, you know, the things that have been stolen from us, there's a turnaround in the realm of the spirit. We will not suffer as Africans the way we've been suffering. God is giving us wisdom. God is giving us intelligence. I was watching the other day a documentary, a boy in Nigeria was being interviewed. He says, God led me into a mountain and said, out of this rock, there's electricity. So he took the rock and then he connected wires on that rock and then there were bulbs were switched on. So now he's got another big rock that he's right. So they were trying to interview him. How do you know? Uh, how, how, how do you know? He says, God showed me, God directed me. May God direct you in this season so that supernaturally you can walk into things that you have no even a, a solution. You don't have an equation. You, you can't explain. All you, all you can say is it is the hand of the Lord. It is the working of God. It is the direction of God. I pray to God that even as we hear the voice of the Lord, we will hearken to it. 
Even if it has never happened before, you have never seen it anywhere, you will follow the direction and the leading of the Lord because it is in the Lord that you will see the wealth transferred. It is in the direction of God that you will enter into farms that you never bought. You will enter into places that you never set up. You will enter and run, you know, guest houses that you never bought. Just because you are directed by God that you must stand here at this time because something is going to shift. One of our ladies in Swaziland who uh, is running one of the uh, big school um, in Swaziland, it's a college, she's running a college. You know, when the owner of the college was about to die, she was the only one who stood by next to him. They said, are you a fool? This man is dying, just walk away. Look for another job. She said, no, the little money that she was getting, she was taking care of this man. Before the man died, he called her and signed over the school to her. That's the school she's running now. The school has grown, it has begun, it became big. The building they bought is worth 20 million. And I thank God because when you are instructed and directed by God, God will direct you into multi-million company. And when everyone says it's dying, this thing is closing down, God says, I must go in there. God says, I must take over. As you take over, suddenly there's a boom, there's a demand of the products that are coming from that company. I pray that even as wealth transfer is taking place, our hearts will be sensitive to the direction of the Lord. We will walk in step with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will tell us what to do and when to do it. Some of you will be shifted from companies that are about to collapse and God will move you to places where you will then take over. God will give you companies that you never established. God will give you houses that you never established. Look, I've been declaring this for years. And step by step, God is showing us and proving his word to be true because we are living in a house that we never bought. And God keeps doing miraculous things, I decree and declare that in these last days, the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you. If you are a believer and you believe the word of the Lord, get ready because the mountain of the Lord's house in the last days shall be exalted above all other mountains. I want you to know you are a candidate. Don't count yourself out. You have experienced so many failures in life, so many setbacks, and you think it can never happen. You are a candidate. The fact that you're still alive, you are a candidate. There is wealth transfer. Money is coming into your hands. Money is coming into your account. I decree and declare that some of you have been oppressed by debts, oppressed by, you know, bonds. Now, I pray to God that even these last days, you will experience debt cancellation, even as God has given us an opportunity to give to once his project out, once his church. As you partake, as you become part and person, as you sponsor what God is doing, suddenly God will begin to be in move on your behalf. He will move on behalf of your children. He will move on behalf of your buildings, buildings, I mean, deaths that have been uh, standing and waiting and people have been pursuing you, suddenly it's canceled. In the name of Jesus, let it be so that the fact that you are here, hearing the sound of my voice, following this teaching, you must know that has God wanted you to hear this and know that there is going to be a change. There's going to be a change. I'm telling you, there's going to be a change. There's going to be a change. There's going to be a, there's a, there's a change happening now. It's the last days. Money is coming to the church. Money is coming to the hands of believers. Money is coming to us in the name of Jesus. We will own houses that we never built. We will drive cars that we never bought. Someone says, oh, no, no, but there are principles. We will follow principles. We follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Supernatural life. What is supernatural? It is when God intervened in the natural. So the things that begin to happen are not natural. That means there's no, we're not following the old route 
that everyone expects you to follow we are now uh, taken over by god and we are skipping years we are skipping processes we are skipping all the red tape and we will you will find us inside god is about to shock the world god is about to shock he shocked the world in egypt when suddenly the wealth of egypt was in the hands of the slaves as they were living we are about to leave. We are about to exit. The, the money of Egypt, the money of the world is going to be found in the hands of the righteous. It is going to be found in the hands of, don't ask me how, how, I, I also don't know how. All I know is that he's a God of the suddenlies. He's a God of miracles. He's a God of the supernatural. He will do it. As he has shown us in his word, it shall come to pass. Receive the grace of the last days. Receive the grace to access, you know, the things that God has freely prepared for those who are in these last days. The reason you are alive is so that you can experience this. Don't allow this time. Don't allow the things that God has prepared for this time and for his upright to elude you. This is your time. This is your season. Get ready for a turnaround in your life. May God bless you. I want us to end here. I've taken more of your time, but God bless you. It's time for wealth transfer. Shako Barakas. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus.